Hello, Michael. Hello, Anderson. How are things? Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Not too shabby for the second start. <laughs> <laughs> we started over. I did not like the first thing you said on on the last one. I feel like uh, uh, it was rude. Mean that dude gets too much credit considering the uh, the lack of effort and. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's too much credit. Yeah. Yeah, we can't give too much credit around here. The after disaster is known for being humble. Yeah. Well, we are we are uh, we're a dignified podcast. We're credit free or we we uh we're we're accolade free. We don't give the accolades. No, nope, we don't talk about we don't. the show. We don't give the accolades. All we do is bring intelligent information to the people. However, I'm recording this before the film vault this week, which happens every so often and it's it's going to be hard for me not to talk about a movie that I recently saw. Called upgrade, yeah. Up, upgrade. upgrade. You want to? You want to give a little teaser? Upgrade. Upgrade is essentially the million, uh, million dollar man, six million dollar man, or whatever, whatever he's called. What was he? The six million dollar man? Million, well, yeah. It's kind of arbitrary yeah. number. Why six? Well, why not five? Why not seven? The you know what I mean? Five million dollar man broke down a lot. Million dollar man. Seven million, million, million dollar man was man? a douche. Expensive man. Oh, how many? How many fucking douchebags in the eighties who had like six million dollars refer to themselves as the six million dollar man? I bet they did. How many? I bet they did. Vanity you know, plates. I see it now. It's funny that you would even bring that up because I made a decision today to get a vanity plate. The stuff on those shelves man? is the stuff I'm going to keep. Oh, and look at that. I'm about to move the six million dollar man lunchbox over to that shelf. Is, well, who's the guy in the red? Six million dollar man. Why you went into the six dollar million dollar man? It's my favorite show when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. That and the Night Stalker. It is a brutal show. As it's, in terrible. It's impossible to watch now, but when I was a kid, thrilling. I watched the uh, the the documentary on uh, Andre the Giant, which was so did I. Eh, yeah, eh, it was right. I felt for the guy. I did. I liked the end part the most, where like uh, the Hulkmeister was talking about how he didn't even know how the, the fight was going to go, the the wrestling, the match was going to go. And then I got an email from a listener saying, "Yeah, uh, the Hulk lies about everything," and he absolutely knew how it was going to go. So that made me not like it as much. That's but a they showed a clip of uh, the the big man in uh, Six Million Dollar Man, and like I, I I can't even talk about it without getting embarrassed and cringing. It was, I mean, it's like it's, if you tried to make something terrible, it would look like something like that. It's notoriously known as one of the worst episodes, therefore it's one of the best episodes. Oh, really? It's like known He's as- Robot Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hey, welcome to After Disaster. I am Anderson. There is Mike Carano. We come to you live on tape from Mike Carano's dwindling apartment. Uh, sorry for the visual references, which you have no clue about because uh, this is an audio audio mm-hmm. show but you can imagine it but you can imagine a little little itty bitty uh million dollar six million dollar man wearing a red jumpsuit sitting uh precariously on a uh perched on a on a shelf in mike's house holding an engine he's holding an engine he is with a handle that. for some reason well, yeah. when i was a kid that doll was not itty bitty it was what considered to be one of the largest action figures made because that evil knievel and that mm-hmm. lone ranger okay were, the we're size doing more I, now i'm gonna have to like explain all that and i, I don't want to do that okay i don't i don't want to and then there's a, a lunch pail with the, the six million dollar man's mug on it. Uh, hey, I got stuff to talk about. Yeah, uh, I would like you to, to to choose one of the three of these uh, little heads here. Okay, Is it they're stress be... relievers. I know you're trying to get rid of everything. Okay, but we can just keep it just for the show. We can throw them in the bag. I'm going to take one of these ones. Okay, because oh, I don't know if I like squeezing a baby's head. I don't know if they're babies. I don't know what they are. My mm-hmm. mom gave them to me, and I gotta, I gotta. I'm starting to imagine that my mom might listen to the program. Uh-oh. Because every now Uh-oh. and again she'll come over, and you know I see her rarely now because she lives uh, 130 miles away from me. Mm-hmm. But stress free right now. This is the second or third time that she's uh, 
she's given me something in threes and threes and, and then she's she says hey this is for uh you and, and tyler and mike I, I thought you guys could use them on the show last time we're like the little dolls that you pull the strings and they say racist things remember that mm-hmm. i feel like i could break this stress reliever ball i don't know why my mom's thinking of you guys so much it's it's, it's weird so the, what they are is what if she orders little, a shirt I'm sure we'll we'll post a picture of them but they're uh they're a little uh, heads and you squeeze them and um, and they make faces. There's two black ones them. and a white one. Yep, I picked a black one. You know why? I I hands, picked a hands get dirty. I what hands get dirty? I don't want I don't want to see that white one all dirty. All dirty. Yes. I uh, I don't know what I picked because I don't see color. I gotta say though, it definitely now feels racist squeezing <gasps> the black head. <laughs> yeah, it's true, right? <laughs> like that's that's why you picked the white one because you don't want to squeeze the black. You, you feel like the white man squeezed squeeze the black man enough. Yes. Right. Yes, uh, the, I do. The white feel one just way. doesn't feel as good as the black one, though. All right, I'm going with the black one. So we will. I'm sure we'll post a picture of them. How greasy are those things, by the way? They're not. Look at, look at the table. But they're not greasy. I expected them to be, but they're not. But look at the table. Let's move along. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's move greasy. on to something else. How, how are things? Things going good? I think. I believe things are going good. How are you doing? How's the movie? It's coming along, man. It's coming along. Yeah. yeah. You were pretty jacked when we had our discussion before the program started. Uh, about some some good developments yeah. and some good footage. Yeah, I am. Things, getting, are, things are coming along. I got. I have up. deadlines now. That was my own idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to have I, deadlines. Once I you can't it, just make arbitrary. That's twice arbitrary has come up on the show. Uh, you can't just, oh, what happened to your calendar? Took it down. Mike had a big like uh, yeah. a week-by-week calendar to, to schedule his life by, which I thought was a took, good sign. Took it down. It's gone now. It's There's gone. not even anything in its place. It's just a big blank yep. wall. Yep. It was driving me nuts looking at a blank calendar. So I just mm. and so Betsy, my life coach, said, "Take it down." Okay, thanks, Betsy. I did. Took All it right. down. Life's much better since I took it down. I have no concept <laughs> of time or space. I got in a fight with a listener. Um, uh, minor argument. Okay. Via email uh, with a listener who was coming to the premiere, and uh, I I wanted to to apologize to her at the premiere, but I didn't see her. I didn't see a lot of people that came to the premiere. Uh, but tell me if I if I'm in the wrong here. I will call her D, right? Okay. D is her name. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm going through a lot of shit, as you might imagine, leading up to the premiere. There's very, a lot of- Very, stressed out. A lot of things that still, last yeah. minute things. Literally, the movie yeah. was getting finished the day before yeah. uh, it was going to screen, and then I had that whole dilemma I where it was f- missing. I felt for you, man. I felt for you. That was a big deal. That was and a big I was, night. I was doing everything myself, uh, yep. finishing the movie, checking people in, you know, doing the tickets. I'm the manager. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it because I'm a control freak, so I'm doing everything, right? Do you right? feel like now in- life when somebody says i don't i can't do all this myself you can say like yeah you can yeah yeah well i mean i kind of felt that way before because i did that with the shorts too like i'm Mm -hmm. I'm the guy that was at costco the night before you know uh, directing in the the shorts uh getting all the craft service and lugging it you know remember i took the van back like four in the morning they rode my bike home it was it's not very glamorous the whole movie making thing you know what i thought about that night i thought about the process of when you're in a position where you just show up as the director how much better your life is going to be and unless and nothing works then you'll be pissed but, but i was but there and things didn't work but the, you know, the like q a the audio was shit yeah and i don't think anyone was comfortable i know i wasn't because every time i spoke it was f- pure like overmodulation. yeah yeah i don't know if people could even understand what we we're saying somebody told me afterwards it was way too loud yeah see i yeah. couldn't tell it was that loud though from where we were yeah neither can i but um i think about very when, upset when we're on sets of real movies with professional crew all around you that have been doing their job for a long time and everyone knows how to take care of their job 
how much that p- takes the pressure off of other people. Yeah, well, I mean, I got to experience that quite a bit on set where people yeah. were doing it. There were times where but like, I'm, I'm there saying weren't. When you, show, when you don't have to worry about getting food, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a yeah. big, because that well, that's a full-time thing on, for some On people. the feature, I didn't have to worry about getting the craft service. I had a great producer, and yeah. he had a team, and I, there was a lot of things that I didn't have to worry about, and I think it showed. I got to actually you know, really put all my energies into, into directing the movie. Yeah. And, uh, but but still like with the premiere you know i was offered the theater uh at a very very reasonable price by a listener and chinese theater how do you turn it down and mm-hmm. but i wanted to make sure everything went and i didn't know who to delegate like you know sort of like hey will you be in charge of uh, the paypal ticket sales i'm not gonna do that you know what i mean yeah. so anyway so all this shit's happening and uh, uh listener d god bless her she uh she sent I, I sent an email to everyone let them know they got a, a comp ticket because it's something they bought in during the campaign back when we raised the money and and everyone's you know for the most part, they're getting back to me, and they're letting me know they can make it, can't make it. They're gonna make it. And they're gonna, you know, get another ticket. And then I get one from D, and she says, uh, "I didn't get that. That I can't find that email you sent. Can you send it to me again?" Yeah, no problem. So I sent it to her again. That was the first, right? Uh, a couple weeks pass, and then she sends me an email. Uh, can you send me an address of where where this is gonna be? An address? Did you send her the link to Google? I wrote, "You're killing me." And then I sent her the the, the address, and then I linked to the Google Maps of the Chinese Theater, right? Uh, and then there's back and forth. Like, as a, I got a ticket during the campaign. Does that work for one ticket or two tickets? I'm like, ah, one ticket, but here's a link to for a cheaper second ticket if you like. D D D D D. D. Thank you, D. And her final thing that she sent was just checking in to make sure that I'm on the list with a with a guest. Did you ignore that one? No, I mm. was told. I was told that I should have ignored it because I opened it in front of a. a Close person in my life, and I said, "Oh my God, this D is killing me. Love her that she's coming to the the, the, the premiere, yeah. but she's killing me." I wonder if she came. So I wrote, uh, I wrote her, and I said, uh, "This is the second time that I've because uh, I write confirmation, like personal confirmation emails to everyone who gets a ticket. Like, hey, got your PayPal? You're on the, the list. Um, this is your confirmation. If there's any problems when you're getting checked in, show this email or whatever. Good to go." So I wrote, this is your second. I, I've told you twice already. This is the third time now I'm telling you that you're on the list, D. Okay? And then I got an email back saying, oh, well, you actually sent it to me, an email to me saying, hey, uh, I haven't heard from you. And it, she, she was right. I was sloppy. I sent an email to all the people that uh, had a ticket that would have been getting a ticket comped. Uh, I wanted to make sure they were going to show. Well, no, I just I was like, because there's a, probably about 30 people that gave significant money during the campaign. I just never heard from. Okay. I don't know if Got they it. moved, if they stopped listening, if they hated me. But you know, a bunch of people that had a ticket, at least one comp ticket coming their way, I just never heard from. So I was checking in with them like a couple days before, just saying, last chance yeah. to get your name on the list. And she was on that list somehow by mistake. So it was my fault. I apologized. I said, I look forward to making kissing and making up when i see you at the at the event and i never did now i feel bad maybe uh she was shy possibly maybe i sent her another email she went to the wrong chinese theater so i gotta say that dealing with people um outside of the podcast folks who have been very understanding when i'm trying to sell stuff mm-hmm. has not been pleasant mm-hmm you know, eBay, I forgot what it's like. Like I, some guy bought the Kiss dolls and he wanted one of those Aussie dolls behind me. And he goes, if I give you this much more, will you throw the Aussie doll in there? Hagglers. And, and Internet haggler. And yeah. I went, you know what? I go, I have another Aussie doll and let me just come up with a shipping amount. And he goes, what do you mean another one? I go, I have another one. There's two identical Aussie dolls. Right. I need to see pictures of it. I sent him pictures. 
I need more. I need cl- higher res, closer pictures. And I, and I said, they're identical. Uh, I need more pictures. And I said, send me your email address. At least you're going back and forth. Cause well, when I, I, I stopped now. I stopped. I was just like, eh. When I sell stuff or give stuff, I try and give stuff away on uh, Let It Go and uh, Offer Up, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, people, like, more often than not, will be all in and we'll have a date that they're going to come pick it up yeah. and then they just don't show after like four or five back and forths back and forth and then they just don't show and i don't never understand hear from that because again. you've got their email like if there's a connection i'm gonna show i don't i, I think i just on offer up you just start and let go you just have like their let go account yeah. and I, I don't well i don't i also don't know what to do because somebody bought like this was expensive and someone bought it two and a half weeks ago and it's a and baby edward scissorhands they still haven't paid and mm-hmm. i sent her an email and i said do you still want it because if you don't i'll relist it mm-hmm and I still haven't heard back. And then I thought, I wonder if I should like do punch those, her name into obituaries. <laughs> do those do those eBay stores for old people still exist? I believe so. There's people that do it, but it's it's. I don't think it's worth it unless you really. Well, it's for old people who have a bunch of shit and they yeah. don't know how eBay works. Yeah, that's what it's for. I'll tell you where I'm getting fucked, and you you can relate to this. Mm. Is I didn't clarify on eBay. Like I'm not shipping out of the country, and somebody made me an offer on something that was cheap. And they go, uh, would you sell it? Would you ship it to Canada for a total $30? And I went, yeah. Like the, the item and shipping. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, just get it out of here. Mm. Janice Joplin doll. Mm. 31 shipping. Eh, $1. That's I, bugging I you lost, these days. I lost a dollar to package something and send it to somebody. But you still made money on the actual selling no, of the item. No. It was $30 total is what they gave you? It wasn't selling, and I had it on for 15 bucks. figured it would sell for 25 oh, or 30 and he goes, will you take 30 for ship and ship it to Canada? I went, yeah. Right. I thought the shipping would be 10 bucks. out of your house. Get it out. Yeah, out of your house. I know, I know. I know. Out of your house. I mean, it could have been out of your house for free in the trash yeah. or on the street. Hey, you got a busy street here. Why don't you just start throwing shit on the street? You know what? That That's did, what I, I did. That did. Is that mattress still out there? Uh, people tend not to take old like come stain mattresses, but like your little like uh, Chihuahua uh, pillows that are still in the cellophane, those mm-hmm. will be gone like 10 minutes later. Dad, I hope the person who gave them to me is not listening. I don't think that person listens to anything sometimes, you say. Sometimes. Not to this. Uh, I hope not. You never know that. Michael, okay, so this has been old man cast thus far, right? Especially talking about eBay and getting fucked. Let me let me uh, let me continue this trend before the eBay. young one gets here. <laughs> eBay. Old man talk. Because eBay. I do want to talk about an app uh, and how I, I rated someone very poorly by mistake and okay. I spent an hour the day after my premiere. I spent an hour, maybe an hour and a half, in my backyard. Futzing with my phone, trying to figure out how to un one star the Uber driver that did not oh deserve Oh my God, I was just going to say, I hope he gets my t-shirts done in less than two weeks. No, we'll talk about t-shirt guy too, once yeah. the, the fucking superfluous one gets here, just because I want him to be a part of that. Uh, my, This could be a service of people, all right? Okay. I really do believe that be bitching, careful when you're complaining about- Bitching pays, okay? Yeah. I, I, I'm a little hesitant to tell the story, but I'm going to tell it. All right, it happened just today. It's fresh. DirecTV. Love DirecTV. I've talked about DirecTV. I, yeah. I was on the phone uh, uh, with DirecTV on this show when they were installing yep. in my new place. Punch in after disaster on the code. What? Get one cent off. Oh, like they're, 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 this is an anti-ad, though. It turns okay. out to be. So long ago, Michael, I had AT&T. You had AT&T as mm-hmm. your phone's a cell phone service, right? Yeah, sure Evil did. company, evil. Yeah, I yeah. switched from Verizon to AT&T, right? I hated Verizon. Then I'm like, oh, I hate AT&T even more. Mm-hmm. Now we're Finally, all in love with T-Mobile. I've been with the AT&T for like four or five years, no contract. Hey, remember when I was switching to T-Mobile and I said, did they send you all kinds of, all kinds of bullshit? And you guys were like, nope. Mm-hmm. 
every Tuesday I get, hey, happy T-Mobile Tuesday. You just, you just type stop. Here's another thing that I just learned about Mike. He has no idea how to unsubscribe to uh I don't. I get, I get flooded with you shit. You just go to the bottom and you write, just click unsubscribe. Sometimes it takes you to second screen and you just say yes. Sometimes it'll ask you why and you don't have to even put one in. You just confirm unsubscribe. All right. So just type back stop to T-Mobile and they'll stop. They'll leave you alone. Okay. So I, I was I, I was month to month and I'm like, all right, no more AT&T for me. I'm finally going over the T-Mobile. Superfluous one talked me into it and I was about to go to Europe and I, it's free in Europe. Whereas mm-hmm. AT&T, I think it's like $9 a, a second and like they have the rights to your first two or three children. If yeah. you, if you yeah. use the phone the in Europe. one, you get to keep. So uh, I call up AT&T because I, I do have to do some kind of business to like undo, you know, like get rid of them. Yeah. And they're like, okay, that's just going to be uh, your final charge. It'll be $86. I'm like, but I just paid last month's bill and like today's like the beginning of the billing cycle they said oh no 86 dollars that's a that's a, a charge for a disconnection and i'm like but no no i i'm i'm not in a contract no no it's an 86 dollar disconnection charge yeah i said no you you can't do that that's not cool because i'm not in a contract you can't just charge me because i'm not going to be with you anymore uh i've paid that charge too and i understand if i'm in a contract because i'm like hey uh, I'm going to be with you, and if I get out of the contract, like break up early, I understand that you, you're owed a little money. But there's no contract. I, I believe I talked about this at the time. It was outrageous, and I remember screaming at this poor person because I try not to do that, saying, listen to me. Listen, listen. Okay, you work for the fucking devil. I will never, ever give another dime to AT- AT&T. They are my least favorite company. You just, you just leapfrogged over Time Warner, which was the Satan in my life mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. I hate you so much, AT&T. I will spit on every fucking payphone that has your name on I hate you. Like Two years later, my beloved DirecTV gets bought by AT&T, and now I give them like $90 a month. It's a... a, a It'd be, like, it'd be like going to a bar like you know once a week and then you you don't go uh, uh for a couple weeks and you start getting like uh charged it's like oh why am i getting charged uh disconnection you stop coming here yeah how, how do they do that i've been through that verizon did it to me as well they sent me a last bill and i said i paid my last bill no this is your last bill i went no for sure i paid it action hi ty ty hi welcome what's uh, happening i'm about to, about to explain how bitching pays you're yep. gonna like this i think bitching okay. pays you own at&t now i don't sound very good hmm. You don't sound good. You That's, sound all right. Yeah, sound, Doing a little. Sound, sound light. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Yeah, d- double I'm, double uh, taping I'm over Sheila. there at the old uh, late late late. Yeah, late yeah, yeah. Double taping, long double taping. Yes. Was it fun though? I mean, I mostly just sit in a room while all the fun stuff happens. Can you go down to the stage and hang out? Yeah, but I'm doing work while they're doing shit. Can't do it from your phone down by the stage. Do you like how I'm the only guy that comes up with good ideas? You're like, oh yeah, that'll make it much more fun. No, so I direct have to use TV a computer. Used to, used to be the best. They're just the best, like customer service and like everything was quick and easy. And it's like I, I it, it boggled the mind that anyone out here in Southern California would be with Time Horror Warner. Mm-hmm. I just the worst, right? Yeah, they, uh, but they're now, my cable provider, and I'm not thrilled with them they, either because well, they now call me. Spectrum. They call me on a constant basis saying. Hey, would you like to upgrade to faster, better cable that actually works? Now like, AT&T no. owns DirecTV. You call up DirecTV, and it answers. The robot woman says, hello, welcome to DirecTV and AT&T. Once you do talk to a, a live representative, the first thing they start on you with is the phone number because they they do it's, it's they have it all built into the little script. Like, okay, hey, Tell me the number that is associated with your, with mm-hmm. your, with your account. All right, Don't you want to go like, hey, can I talk to one of the old employees that work for Spectrum? Here's my number for, for DirecTV. Here's my like number. Was and then over that didn't get fired. And then they ask me, they're like, oh, is that number an AT&T number? 
And I say, no, it's not, but that's not the reason for my call. Mm -hmm. Can I interest you? No, you cannot. I'm not calling about to be sold on AT&T. I'm calling about a DirecTV matter, you fucks. What a horror job that must be to be the customer yeah, service be, person for any cell phone company or anything like that. And then they did they, they slip this in too. Like, um, is this a good phone number to uh, to to send you um, messages about offers? And I'm like, no, no, there is no good number for that because I don't want that. Don't put me on a list. So I'm already starting off hostile, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's like, sign them up for everything. So I'm um, I'm in the uh, we're gonna spend a lot of time in the backyard because where I live, where you live, Mike, it, it, it's about to be routinely 110, 115. Yeah, I'm kind of dreading it actually. And my house has a higher roof because it's built in the, the yeah. 40s, yeah. so it traps the heat. And we do the show on a scaffold up by the roof. So I'm gonna spend a lot of time with the boy now. I'm gonna teach him to swim, and I'm gonna be out in the backyard and have like mystery. Are you gonna and, do and, tough and love a, on the swimming thing? Yeah, probably. Just throw him in and hope for the best, and then if he's starting to like you Save know him sink and act like a hero. So. I decided with the wife, hey, you know what? We need to get that extra cable box out here, satellite box, so we can have a little TV in the background of that because I'm going to be out here all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I uh, I call up. and, and Wait, I, real quick. Do you guys have uh, air conditioning, Tyler? Not central. We got AC, but it costs a fortune, and it doesn't... It, like the house never... In the summer, it never gets below 90 degrees. What? Yeah, it's it probably has no insulation. It, uh, it doesn't I, have hey, much. Or, I'm with you. This place, same thing. It's freezing but in the winter. The backyard Boiling isn't bad, especially when you know you can get in and out of the pool. I just mm-hmm. we needed the box, so I call up and they're like, "Oh yeah, a one one time uh, charge of a uh, hundred dollars, which sucks because then I'm going to be paying seven dollars a month anyways. For, on top of that, for the box that I lease, I can't own it. So you know, over the time, they're going to get you know a lot of money out of me for this thing anyways. So, and then I'm about to say, "Okay, yes, pull the trigger," and then they're like, uh, "Plus a one time forty nine dollar fee for yep. installation." I'm like, "All right, you know what? I'm out." I'm out. You're, you're nickel and diming me. I'm out. So I, I try to do the the old man thing, go up on the roof, right, and I, I plug in my little coaxial and run it down. And of course, uh, you need a box because it's all scrambled. So I got no channels when I went directly into my TV. So I'm there's got to be a workaround on I'm, this. I'm sure there is. There's got to be a workaround. I'm a broken man, and I call today, and I call back, and with my legs between my tail. Yeah, sorry about ta- that last tail call. Between my legs. You get the same person. I, I don't know if you. I'm on a list. I don't know, but uh, oh, you're definitely on a list. I call up and you know as the phone's ringing, I'm like, wait a minute, I saw an offer where I can upgrade to a 4K box for a hundred bucks, and I could keep the other box, and then I'd be so it'd be less money, and I would get 4K. Tight, I'm doing this. Is there anything that's 4K available though? Yeah, there's a number of 4K channels, and okay, like the whole Planet Earth two was is in your 4K. TV 4K. Uh, the one is upscaled 4K, and I believe that my TCL, beautiful TCL, is a 4K. TV. I wonder if being outside is going to damage that TV. Well, the one that's going to be outside will not be the four. It doesn't matter. That's not the point. So I talked to a wonderful Don. Don uh, gets on the phone, mm-hmm. and uh, Don says, yes, for $128. Don, D-O-N, or Don, D-A-W-N? I thought it was D-A-W-N turned out when uh, his I superior was, was referring girlfriend. to him as her, him. I realized, oh, I thought it was a chick, but it was a dude named Ooh. Don. But uh, so he says it's going to be a one-time fee of $128. I'm like, is there any other like installation? Nope, $128 out the door. I'm like, this is beautiful, Don. Let's do this. Uh, when can you get out here? He's like, well, we need payment right now. I'm like, what, go right now? He's like, I said, just put it on, you know, I've been with you guys for 20 years. Just put it on my account. And he goes, no, we need payment right now. I'm like, okay, well, when is, when is the installation going to take place? I can't tell you that until we get payment right now. I'm like, what? what? You, you need like a credit card from me? Sounds like you called the wrong number. And he says, yes, I need a credit card from you. <laughs> 
I'm like, let me transfer okay. you to okay. supervisor. Kind of weird because like I've been giving you guys like a hundred bucks a month for the last yeah. 20 years, yeah. and now you need an outside. So I, I, I just fucking gave him the credit card, and then you know he's asking for the code on the back and all that shit. And then he, and then I go, okay, great, you, you got it. He's like, yes, processed, we're good to go. I said, when can he get out here? He says, June 21st. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's over two weeks away. Yeah. I already yeah. paid for it. Yeah. I need to see some proof that those guys are busy eight hours a day so until June 21st. He, he says, yeah, well, sorry. You don't get it for over two weeks. I'm like, that'd be like going and like buying a, a car stereo or something, and then I pay for it, and they're like, all right, well, come back in two weeks. That's when we'll have it. Yeah. I'm like, this doesn't fly, Don. This we, isn't cool. Humans get fucked by businesses all the guys. I got shaken time. down yeah. by a giant conglomerate. And you're probably going to start getting billed. Like, Immediately. Yeah, that's what I mean. So I'm like, Don, I hate to do this, but... Uh, Cancel it. I don't feel good about this. I need to talk to your superior. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'll go ahead and wait, Don. Please just put me on hold. Let me talk to the supervisor. Cause just, just, this does not seem right. Yeah. Wait on hold for 15 minutes. And he comes back. Guess what? I just got a promotion. <laughs> I'm the super. A uh, very nice man named Paul comes on. He has grandkids. We, okay. I learned that in our 10 minute conversation. That was nothing but lovey dovey. And here's the key. All right, you don't cuss. You don't. You just know that whoever the supervisor is coming on the phone, he probably just got off the phone with an asshole who was screaming at him and yelling at him. Is this gonna be the story where you learn that being nice gets you things? I know that. I already know that. <laughs> oh, okay. But if you put in the due diligence and you you wait on hold a little bit, you ask doctor supervisor when you feel you've been wronged. By the time I got off the phone with Paul, they're paying me twenty five dollars to have the guy. I still gotta wait till the twenty first, but they're paying me twenty five dollars to have four K installed. Uh, and get an extra box at my house. That sounds so, way so better. Everything for free and a $25. And plus credit. a $25 credit on top. That's pretty great. It's pretty great. Yeah. It's, it's funny you would say that because I wish I could remember because it would be very important to the story. But I was doing some business this morning. I was buying something on the online. I was out here doing business. You're not supposed to be buying things right now. And it's a, no, this is so, so, something I need, uh, some software. And at the bottom of it, it said, remember, it pays to always be nice. But you don't remember where it was. I think it was DXO software. What it was. But I can't remember if that was the site that had it. I was doing something online, and at the bottom of their page, they had this big thing about, it always pays to be nice. Mm -hmm. But do you get anything for being nice? Probably regular service that they should owe you. There's like coffee shops that I've seen their signs go like, you know, viral or whatever, because like they say, coffee, $2.50. One coffee, please. Like, is a dollar fifty like hi how are you one coffee please is like 50 cents <laughs> you know like the the nicer you are the the cheaper your coffee will really? be. you look like you could use a hand job free well it all depends on how long that line is because sure. you know your mood is going to be affected by the time you get there sure sure sure. by the length of the line hey what are these heads i'm squeezing my mom got them for us i think she listens she's to an program. avid listener i think she might because this is the second time now that she said hey i got this for you tyler and mike we we're supposed to pick out colors i picked a black one then immediately felt like a racist because <laughs> he's squeezing it <laughs> it looks like a, a young african-american child kind of like if you get like a golf ball with your favorite team's logo on it it's kind of weird because you're smashing the ball you know what it also looks like a clown they look like to me they look more like uh shrunken heads yeah i thought there were candles at first all right, we're talking too much about them, I think. I think they're the more white ones got jowls. Are they in ref Where did she get these? I don't know. Are they in reference to anything? Nope. She just said, I know you guys are stressed, or at least you and Mike are. Mm, she totally listens. 
Mom, what are you doing listening to this garbage? Oh, no. She listens for me. She's listening. She oh, what if that? What if she's like Tyler's she's a, number she's one She's a tie She asked if you were at the premiere, and I said yes. She goes, I don't even think I'd recognize him. Oh. Made me kind of sad. Jesus. I felt I Time felt passes. um really shitty because I was walking down the aisle. and uh, Have we talked premiere yet? She, no. had her, she had her legs up, and I went. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got, I'm glad you brought this up. I went, move your fucking this legs. This is a great fucking example, Mike. You need to hear this. This needs to be a learning lesson for okay. you. Okay. All right. Because it, it happens with you all the time, and actually, I I brought this up the, the day after the premiere, which is great. And I don't know how, how what to talk about with it. There. Mm-hmm. It was a premiere. We showed the movie. It was great, and uh, it was enjoyable. it was fantastic. Uh, and I it was f- such a fantastic night that Tyler gave me a hug afterwards. <laughs> really? Yeah, it, I, it, it was super touching because I was like shaking up. So why were you shaking up? Michael yeah. thinks a lot. Hmm. Um, so, something I might bring up later, but might not also. Hmm. Oh, now you have to. <laughs> <laughs> I was that being, gonna be right. I now. <laughs> was being, I was being like, overly flirty with Sage, uh-huh. and she turned to me and went, "What do you want?" And I went, "I'm just trying to be social, and I'm uncomfortable being social." She goes, "Yeah, well, I'm trying to be social too and talk to my friends." And she goes, "I know everyone thinks you're so fun in that, but if I want a daddy, I know where to find you." And she just walked away, and I was what? like, what? immediate stomach ache, like I was gonna vomit. That's fuck? when I left. I was like, I gotta go right now. What? That is very. She was hammered. Uh, I didn't she know. Was? I didn't talk to her much, but Mickey. That's exactly what she said to me. And, that's and, and one of the rudest things I've ever. And heard. When I say being flirty, I wasn't hitting on her. I was being flirty. I went, Sage, you don't pay enough attention to me. Uh-huh. And then she just stopped and went, What do you want? What a she bitch. goes, What do you want to, me to say? She's, he, Mike's talking about my production designer who did a bang up job when she was working, and then not so much when she wasn't. But uh, yeah, I'm shocked that she would be that bitchy because she was always very nice. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, it fucked me up. Like that I was, I just felt so sick. And I did felt I hug like, you after that or before that? After. Oh, that's nice. That's but nice. I felt like such a creep. You felt it. I felt. I felt good about the fact that I wasn't hitting on her. Right. I was literally just going, Sage. You know, why are you not paying more attention to me? That's what I said exactly. Right. And it just was like, huh? I can't picture her saying that. I guess she was hammered, like just like really like sloppy drunk. Mickey was telling me the next day. And uh, Mickey, not a, not a big fan of the sage, never yeah. has been. And he goes, "What a waste of alcohol!" <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Sage, big listener. I don't think she does. Um, so I just felt sick even telling that story. Yeah, well, fuck her, dude. I mean, there's plenty of ways. That's to one say of the gnarliest off, things I've heard. It's so insane to somebody. She, just, she obviously that's doesn't listen so to the show because she would never say something like that if she listened to the show. She does not. She's in her own world. She's uh, she's the one, and I'll say it. And I, I, I you probably shouldn't be airing dirty laundry, uh, especially about working relationships. Thanks. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm gonna have a relation. I'll a find out in four years with uh, with Sage. Future, I dropped the head behind the couch. For as those. soon as she realized that our in the room. our two in- interns or uh, oh, uh, PAs. Are you no. drunk, Tyler? No, I wish. Andrew and Jess were uh, hard workers uh, and were willing to do her cleanup and her work. Yeah, she, she put him to work. Started sitting on the couch and doing a lot of nothing. Yeah, for days uh, after that, we really right. noticed. Like she's like, "Oh, these people will do my work, jock, my my work for me, all through the clean." All right. Anyways, that's not what this is about. Oh yes, it is. I was about to say, Sage, I'm sorry if you're listening, but I'm not. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I'm just <laughs> reporting the truth. Did you fire anyone on set? I almost did. I really wanted to. Her? No. Well, the 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 other guy with. The, but I was I afraid know. that he's gonna take his equipment with him. He, he <laughs> Nick, would have taken. It, of course, he would have taken his equipment. And then with nothing him. would match. But then I learned afterwards that he'd already fucked something up and switched something out, which 
really made nothing match, and that was one of the biggest hurdles we had to get over with the color correction because he halfway through the shoot was like, I'm going to replace this thing that's covering everything and give everything a whole new look. And then I found out later that he was like purposely trying to put his stuff in shots so that like his logo It worked. I, I was fine with it here and there, and yeah. I cut around a lot. Oh, I good. cut around. I, there's good takes that I just have to cut because this fucking asshole was oh. putting his stuff in my shots and, and angling them so that they'd show up. I think up. I just noticed it because I was aware of it. I'm like, he is such a prick. I fucking hate that guy a yeah. lot. A lot. Is he just lazy or what's his deal? He's got a personality disorder. And, mm. Like, he's the guy that he was trying to do something and he was stepping all over props that we only had one. We only had one of. Mm hmm. And Sage, Sage said, "Hey, hey, man, careful! You're 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 destroying these." He goes, "I don't care. What I'm doing is costs a lot more than those little props. I'm like, mm. it's not about the cost of the props, dude. Yeah, we don't have other ones, and this is, we got to shoot these today. Stop it." Yeah, and then Mickey comes through. I'm doing the most expensive thing. I'm carrying the, the ten thousand dollar camera. What were we talking? Ten thousand. What am I saying? Yeah, what am I saying? Yeah, it's at least. Uh, we were talking about oh yeah, lesson lesson for you so i i'm in the backyard with my wife my, my, my wife and my uh my mom the the day after because my mom spent the night two listeners uh after the uh after the premiere and uh what's up sherry and <laughs> and my mom goes oh mike really upset me last night i'm like what how what, what did he do and she was like kind of serious and she says um, he apologized to me on the microphone, kind of called me out and said, sorry, I said that. And when he said it, I was like, oh, cool. I'm like one of the guys. I'm like messing around with me and it's fun. Oh. And then when he turns around and he apologized, he made it seem like I was like this old fuddy-duddy. He didn't get it. And Did I do that? Yeah, because your apologies end up hurting people. You need to stop with the fucking apologies. And you know what I said? I said, the only time that I've ever seen I'm sorry, I Tyler did truly, he says sorry. <laughs> the only time that I've ever seen Tyler truly like annoyed and really upset with Mike is when we do live shows and Mike starts oh, apologizing and Tyler gets really, really I upset. Really that's mad. the only time that I've ever seen him mad trying, at Mike. I'm trying to knock that shit off. <laughs> I am. So let that be a lesson. Because like, if you just left it the way it was, what happened was you said, move your fucking legs to my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which is hilarious. And my mom said, hey, how dare you? Like joking around. Yeah. You don't know her well enough to get her sarcasm, but that's what it was. And uh, Yeah, I you... didn't know that. I thought she was, uh, I really thought, oh God. Well, I that's another lesson. That. Maybe if you don't know someone well enough, you shouldn't say that. It's a night full of lessons. Also, I, I probably shouldn't talk to people because when, <laughs> when I saw Peter, I, I went, uh, are you all right? Out of nowhere. Peter's goes, the yeah. guy that plays Brad, the uh, number one homophobe in my uh, in, in groupers. I went, you doing okay? And he goes, yeah. And I go, he goes, why? And I go, you look kind of depressed. And he goes, yeah, I'm a little. And I go, are you going to kill yourself? Like totally seriously. And he's like, I don't know. Uh, and I was like, all right. Pizza guy, he's he's one of you my can lead call me actors. If you're gonna suck the pipe because uh, and, uh, I'm good at talking people down. I love the Pete. Ledge. He's quirky yeah. as fuck. Yeah, he showed up. Uh, a lot of people were dressed up very nice for the premiere. Mm -hmm. Pete was dressed in a Chuck E. Cheese shirt. Mm -hmm. It's just like a Chuck E. Cheese work shirt. Like I work at Chuck E. Cheese, even though he it, doesn't. It was crisp and clean though. Like, it was, it nice was clean. like nice yeah. and white. He yeah. said he wore it for me. He said that I he knew I'd love it, which I was Luke on. I was Luke <laughs> on. Yeah. Didn't love it. Didn't hate it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I had to go pee during in the middle of the movie. I guess I drank a lot of water. I wasn't drinking any booze. Oh my before. god! I thought there was a problem, and I and I got up to follow you guys out. Jillian and I both. She said Jillian had to pee, and I'm like, uh, we'll we'll go. And I'm like, now's a good time, even though it was the worst fucking time. I should know my own movie, but uh, we didn't make it. Now's a good time because I, I knew that there was like a touching moment, and there wasn't a whole lot going on for maybe yeah. 90 seconds. Okay, but you, I forgot how you, quick you that you went. Could, you could make the trek to the restroom and, and pee and get back. And I could have, but I had to wait. I had to wait for a lady. Yeah. 
by the time we got back, we missed. Uh, the pee comes out much slower. We missed like kind of a surprise moment, another what the fuck moment in the movie. Probably the biggest what the fuck moment in the movie that involves like a cartoon. Mm-hmm. And I missed it. When I went out to the bathroom, Pete, one of my lead actors, he was in the lobby and he saw me and he was a little startled. He's like, hey, I'm loving the movie. It has nothing to do with the movie. I just hate seeing myself on the screen. So I don't, I'm kind of awkward and weird. I could totally I'm understand like, that. Especially with his, a lot of his scenes for his section of his story, it's like his his face was 30 yeah, feet yeah, high. Because yeah, yeah. I was doing the ECU, the extreme close-ups, mm-hmm. right in his face back and forth for a good 15 minutes. And <laughs> that's, pre- that's a, lot of, a lot of face to see. I was honestly, immediately, I was like, Everyone in this movie has really good skin. Like that's the first thing. Well, I they're thought. all very young for the most. Part. I know, but I was just like, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> but the movie looked uh, beautiful. It looked great. It sounded great. It sounded phenomenal. It did sound great. And uh, it was really. Did you get all the laughs at the por- parts you want to laugh? I got the every laughs time there was the parts. ripples of laughs. Was like good, 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 good. I feel like that's. But I wanted bigger laughs. I really did. Uh, some people said they you know were who else they were that? stifling their laughter. Every great comic because they didn't they were afraid because they've been hearing about this fucking movie for so long they were afraid of missing anything. That's, yeah, yeah. that's what some people said yeah. to me. Uh, I think there is a lot going on with the story, so maybe here I go again. Like I, I, I don't want to be comparing it to the Big Lebowski by any means, but I remember the first time I saw the Big Lebowski, I didn't think it was funny. Yeah. I was annoyed because there's so much going on with that story. The second time I saw it. Yeah. I've seen it more than any other comedy now. It's my favorite comedy of all time. So yeah, it's a good one. Sometimes when you you know the story is asking you to keep up, and there was a lot mm-hmm. of fucking puzzle pieces and yeah. groupers. I think maybe that had something to do with it. Um, but yeah, I got there's a lot of laughs. It was um, that was a a pretty spectacular uh, theater. I, seemed really full. Yeah, it was a it lot was. more full than I was anticipating. It was a great night. It was, there was maybe forty empty seats. By far, to me, and the, biggest... and the place sat like sixty. So I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. pretty good. <laughs> The, by far the biggest thing to me was the whole concept of you wrote a movie and then followed it all the way through to it showing on a screen. Like that was that it was still crazy. doesn't really hit me that yeah that all of that that's crazy because San Diego is right around the corner and now I'm just frightened about San Diego. I want to get uh, it's going to be much smaller, much more intimate. I only got like right now I only got a few dozen tickets mm-hmm. uh, that have been spoken for, uh, but it's going to be at this place called Jolton Joe's in the Gaslamp district on a Saturday night, June 23rd. And I, I, one of the worst regrets the following after the, the premiere was I didn't really get to talk to too many people. And uh, the other, all the other screenings, I'm going to be able to have a lot more FaceTime and hang out. It seemed like you were talking to a lot of people. But there's a lot of people I'm like, hey, how are you? And then I actually wrote them emails the next day. Like, I think I you'll understand the premiere is like yeah, the premiere premiere. Yes. yes. Are we going to talk about your, uh, your scarf? I just wanted something to do with my hands. <laughs> this, I think, we've entered a new age of now that Anderson has a, f- a feature film under his uh-huh. under his belt, he uh, has unveiled <laughs> a new, <laughs> a new a piece of attire, a new accessory. It was a bandana. It just I don't, that was much longer than a bandana. No, no, it's a bandana. I'll bring it next week. Mm, it's exactly that thing I, was from that. It, you had it draped over your shoulder for a while, and was it was it going from, from shoulder down to your belt. It That's a not, big dude. a banana. You were drinking. This was before. I First was of all, not a banana. It was a bandana. Bandana. And it's a pink a bandana with skulls, and I've always liked it. I've had it for you. I used to uh, take it to camp with me all the time. It's great. Oh my god! I, when I while I was cleaning, I found something for you, but it's got to. I got to clean it off because it's covered in dust. Mm-hmm. It's it could be w- room. covered in worse things. I found a nice black beret. Oh, because I'm a director now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I found some of those pants. I was like, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you find yeah. those? Pants? Did you get? Did you find the uh, cheerleader bullhorn? <laughs> yeah, I did. Was there a purpose mm-hmm. for those pants? They look cool. I think that like Cecil B. DeMille, that's just like what he wore, maybe. And then like, other people copied him, or the, we just. I think, think maybe they were like, well, because all directors back in the day were very rich. Like there was no way you made movies unless you were like came from money. They were all very wealthy white men, and maybe like he was an equestrian. Maybe, you know how I have a thing for equestrian chicks. Well, they're chicks. <laughs> But that, that's like my favorite costume. I didn't know that. Costume. Yeah. And, Jillian uh, was a, an equestrian writer for, and I was for many years. In, in conversation with my attractive life coach, she's like, well, you know, I was a, a horse person <laughs> when I was a kid. Oh, and, I, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Gets worse. No, that's oh, it. I thought it gets worse. I'm no, waiting. No, no, and like my my little crush gets worse. Uh-huh, okay. I'm like, eh, great, perfect. How would you like hearing your song and your scene? So uncomfortable. Could you oh make out the lyrics? God. I mean, I guess you're the wrong well, person the lyrics, to ask. But yeah, I mean, I was just like, I couldn't super make. Did you out, notice? I, I knew it was Mike. You you knew it was Mike. Yeah. But no, you're make it no the- joke. I wasn't anticipating it, and you forgot. For a second, I was like, Pretty I good. know this for sure. I know this. You looked good as like, the bartender. Thank you. It, it was believable. I went out in the lobby for that section. <laughs> did you really? No. No. no, no, no. Everyone does that. Uh, yeah, I, I left for the first eight seconds of the film. <laughs> did you like seeing yourself? Oh, you can only see them really as my shirt. I th- me and Avery, I see your face. Me and Avery were talking about it later. We're like, yeah, we could have just we could have just taken off my shirt and just <laughs> in the background and in the later scene, no one to be like, hey, those guys are supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah, because what happened was we shot it. Uh, the first we shot the Warner, which opens the movie. It's it's a, it's long a beautiful take. shot. It's great. Yeah, and I had and it was everything was chaotic as everything was in this shoot because we shot it in fourteen days, so it was always go go go. And I wasn't even thinking about it, but I, two weeks, as they say in the biz. I thought it was it was actually three weeks because we took we took two <laughs> days off, so it was five. It's days, gonna be a fourteen days, day shoot or two, two weeks, weeks, as they say in the movies. No, but, but it was three weeks with the weekends. <laughs> yeah, which I was shooting on the weekends too, but it's not right, legal. So <laughs> it's not. But we weren't union, so I, I I was thinking it'd be cool to have Avery and Tyler like walking in the bar, like we follow them into the bar. Because at first I was just gonna have them walk in the bar, and the Steadicam guys like, no, you need to have people going in. Feel like part of the flow. So did he get director's credit? Nothing like that at all. So my car, you know, you know, did I get credit for driving the driving the BMW when we were shooting the van stuff? No, you get no credit for that. God damn it! So I had Avery and Ty Ty, and they like walked into the bar, and then. They represented we racial shot unity. Afterwards was supposed to be a flashback of before. Yeah, you guys were setting over the shot with Mike. And you guys, thank God, thought and I was about like, it. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I went up with Anderson. I tapped him on the shoulder. And you were like, I mean, this was like, what, day two of the shoots or something like that? Like or day, day three or four, yeah. You were like, early. I mean, you were in it. Like, yeah. you were like in like full, like, pupils blown. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just trying to like keep it, you know, you you had probably had your bandana. I um, might have had it like, it's probably wearing it under. And under, I was like, hey, uh, I know you're doing a lot right now. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, what's up, what's up? I was like, um, if this is before, I don't think me and Avery can be in it. And you looked at me and you just went, yeah, I guess that's right. I guess you're cut. <laughs> you're oh, like, all right, see ya. Oh. Which sucked because I would have liked to have seen more of you. you know? But, but then you were there till like why 4 a.m. Why so would you be like, there right. hanging out another day? No, it was a flash. Do you, have you seen the movie? <laughs> Your scene where you check their IDs is like, like maybe an hour before. Okay. The far part scene. Okay. It's a pre pre part. A lot of rune in there. You see a lot of rune? I, I, honestly, I didn't notice rune, so I think I've blocked him out of my oh, really? mind. Rune was at the uh, premiere, too. I know. Well, I saw rune at the premiere. A lot of good Chris you know who Peterson else was there? there. Chris Peterson showed up quite T-shirt a bit. T-shirt guy. T-shirt guy was there selling my shirts like a carnival barker. 
I love Mark. Hey, he's like, he's, did you know he was going to be there? I invited him, and okay. uh, he said, did "Yeah, you can probably tell, make it." Have you told the story? What you got a new one about your encounter with him? There? Oh no! Yeah. What? So t-shirt guy to me. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> okay. What happened? What, what? This is kind of getting back to what we just talked about with the uh, doing a thing and then a thing is before it. <laughs> what happened? I'm lost. Oh, no. Careful the recording. Oh, I don't know. What happened? I, I don't remember what the story was, but I sort of do. What happened? Tell me what, it, what I said. Well, you said that you felt a tap on your shoulder and you turned around and it was t-shirt guy. And he was like, uh, hey, or no, this is when you picked up your shirts. You're yeah. telling me you picked up your shirts for him. And he was like, oh. How do I listen to the podcast? How do I listen yeah. to the podcast? Yeah, yeah, you told me about yeah. that. Yeah. And then I was terrified he was going to listen to it. And then all of a sudden I see him at your premiere. I'm like, oh, God. I don't think oh he listened. I, what I if think he listened? He's, he's got a lot going on in his life. And he he might listen now. I mean, he was. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, if I were him and I were going to listen and I looked at the episodes, I'd go t-shirt guy what's that one <laughs> it's actually hey, called mr shirts mr shirts yeah i don't feel bad because i uh i well, stuck up for him and uh yeah. he does really good work he's just a bit of an eccentric and he's like like when i went to pick up my load of uh the new ccp shirts the mm-hmm. tour shirts I, t- I think i told i don't know if i covered it on last week's episode no, but you, I was, sent, you just sent us a photo i think it was maybe after last week's episode i find myself at like this this gala event like food tasting thing everyone's dressed <laughs> in suits and like uh, drinking wine and i'm standing in there in my t-shirt and sweats sweating with your, with your bandana it's the day before the premiere and i i was supposed to pick up my shirts at the store and then he was gonna drop them off at my house and then it was like eight o'clock i'm like where are you i'm just gonna come pick them up they're in your car where are you and he's like i'm emceeing this thing so I come down and I have no bracelet and I'm getting yelled at by security and I'm just waiting for a t-shirt guy to get off the stage so he could give me a shirt, the, my shirts that I already got and paid for. You're right. This sounds great. <laughs> but then he shows up at the... He's great. I really do like him. I, I've gotten to know him over the years and uh, he shows up at my premiere and he, like, you know, as, as my buddy Greg, Greg is uh, checking people in, uh, t-shirt guys off to the side going, get your CCP tour shirts here. <laughs> and he moved like five or six shirts for That's me. That's great. It was very That's nice. Good. Yeah. Did you ever see the cash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There he was just, people that walked has, up. He to. has to meet him at a, a carnival. He's like, "This is how I make money." So I heard. I, I expected to hear nothing but you know positive reviews for the most part. I, mm-hmm. I talked to a couple of my film uh, making friends that were there, and uh, I got their critiques and their notes, which were not Steven, really asked for. Steven but Martin. Uh, you know, I, uh, you're like, yeah. Can you save the notes for like? <laughs> Tomorrow a day, a day at the earliest. Not celebrating. Jesus. I talked. To, I talked to a couple uh, people the following day who uh, who had a, a couple notes. For, nothing that I'm not not aware of. I'm aware yeah. of like the weak points in the movie and whatnot. Total rewrite. The best. The best compliment I got was a listener who was there at the premiere gave me a very sizable. I guess you call it donation for the tour. She mm-hmm. said the if, following if day. If I wanted a daddy. Yeah. Nope, I it was a, find uh, a, a, a listener who came to the premiere, didn't really know what to expect, and was so blown away that Aaron sent me um, enough to get listener Aaron and associate producer credit, which is a lot of money. Uh, that's after right. the movie, after they saw the movie, so that's that's a pretty. You should have been like sign. after you've seen it, it's extra. Yeah, yeah. Thirty, thirty. Other other people 40. gave me the money without knowing what it was going to be. No, no, it wasn't even for a credit or anything. It was just like, here, oh. take this. Frick, you killed it. Uh, go out there and you know use this for your tour, which is going to cost a lot of money, which is costing a lot of money. You know, and it, it was just a very nice. Uh, is it the Aaron who's uh, in the the fifty dollar Patreon club? Is the know, scarf going on the tour? It's got to be. The scarf is probably going to have to make the tour now. It has yeah. to. 
The scarf was a very because I was sweating should, a lot because I was should, doing a lot of work. It's good luck. Good luck. Scarf. You should get like like twelve of them and pretend you only have one, and then you know give them out at each other. Like you know what? Yeah, yeah. You take this. this. You. you could do the Elvis <laughs> thing or the Tom Jones thing where you wipe your face and hand it back to the person. Yeah, I, 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 I've been wipe. Wipe. I've already washed it because I wiped my face quite a bit with it that night. Because there were moments I was trying not to sweat, but then I ended up having to, like carry fucking boxes and get this going. I get. I, I find myself on my hands and That's knees a every, lot doing labor. Every waking moment of my life, I'm trying not to sweat. I, w- I really didn't want to sweat that night, and I was sweating yeah. profusely. And it's it was warm. It was kind of warm, warm. The th- in the theater, and there was lights was on the <coughs> step and repeat. More than the theater, it was warm in the in the VIP room where. Where we had like 100 people, yeah, 100 people. I was going to take the train over and I was going to wear a suit and I had everything out and I was get, getting dressed and I was like, I think it's too hot for me to put on a suit and I'm not wearing a suit on the train for some reason. I can't remember why. You should I wear a, a train. A, a Everyone suit on the wears train. a suit on the train. It looks fucking tight when you're wearing your suit on the train. It's like, who's this guy? Where's he going? Let's rob him. Uh, that's a good point. It's a pretty valid point. I yeah. love how over the years I've worked tight into your lexicon. Like oh, it's, it's totally like it's not nothing. too bad. Like like I, I, I type it now too. Like long form. <laughs> I had that. I had that episode on the train last time I was on it, where Which the one, got robbed the one where I wore a suit. The one where Those I two guys him. got into my personal space and uh, said tight. Decided to ha- talk about crime right in front of me, and I went, "This is making me uncomfortable." Like trying to be funny, loosen uh-huh. up the mood, and the guy's like, "I could rob. I could take your shoes right now. Uh-huh. Nothing you could do about it." He goes, "I'm not gonna." But I could take your shoes right now. That's fighting words. That's and yeah, it was like he's writing checks, man. I'm standing there going, "Oh fuck, is he gonna take my shoes?" I got a really uncomfortable story. Hell yeah, it's a very Larry these guys are criminals, story. by the way. Okay, because they the guy goes, if I go into someone's house and they have a Nintendo, I just take it. And I went, "That's not right." And he goes, "I don't care." He goes, "I take it. That's what I do." <laughs> and I was like, "Because I buttered into their conversation yes, because they were like in my do. personal space." Because I thought like I was you gonna, do. I thought I was going to bond with them, and then we'd be jacking a liquor store later. Hmm. Mm. But he's, a, he's only strictly Nintendos. Mm-hmm. So on Monday, I went to an event with a friend of mine uh, who invited me to, uh, to come along. It was very cool. Um, and uh, it was at a fancy theater. And uh, we're sitting there. And I and I noticed that people are filing in. They're looking at their tickets. And and they're, they're taking their seats according to their ticket. And I look at my ticket. And I look at my seat. And we're not in the fucking seat. And okay. he had already gotten our seats. And I met him there. So I'm like, hey, I, I think that it's a science seating. He's like, no, I've been in these before. It's it's first come first serve. I'm like, okay. It's like big theater too, like size of uh, uh, the the premiere. Okay, like 450 type seats. Right. Do you want to say what the event was or no? No, I gotta save it for later. Uh, so, uh, I'm sitting there and I'm seeing, I'm getting more and more like nervous and worried because yeah, like, you're gonna you're gonna be moved to yeah, and God knows where, and I don't even know if our seats will still be. So he goes, hey, I'll be right back and go to the bathroom real quick. I'll be right back. Uh-oh. So now I'm sitting there by myself, right? Uh, and it's not, I got invited to this thing, uh, right? And I, and, uh, oh, oh, I forgot the, the main part. So right before he goes to the bathroom, some very nice looking, like, you know, skittish guy comes up and goes, uh, excuse me, I, I think you're in our, he goes, no, no, first come, first serve. And the guy's like, oh, okay. So he goes up. How nice now, looking was he? And now my buddy, he was just nervous looking. Right? I like he, that we all know that nice we all know that your friend is wrong. We all know. So yeah. my friend goes. Meanwhile, to the there's two empty seats, like four rows away. <laughs> my friend goes to the bathroom, and I'm sitting there going, "I don't want to be like the puss that, like, when he comes back, like, I'm not here anymore because, like, I'm the one who got kicked out of the seats." But I know this, and I hear before I can even make it, any uh, kind of decisions, I hear this. I don't care. Get out of her seats. Those are not your seats. They're hers. I'll just get security and I'll have him remove you. And I look over my shoulder and sure enough, it's the little skittish guy whose seats I'm sitting in 
sitting there getting scared by this horrible, horrible man who's like a typical oh, like Hollywood producer man. wearing those like fancy boat shoes with oh, the ropes that go through them and no him. socks. Fuck him. And like, you know, short, sh- yeah. shorts that are too short. Get some socks. Oh, I ever. hated that guy so much. I hate him too. So and then he, he, he's, he's marching right. down. He's marching down to get security, an usher. And he, yes, this gentleman up here. He didn't say you. This guy up here who won't get out of the seat. I want you to have him removed. Have him removed. And I'm going, oh my God, this is like way worse than I could have thought. Yep. So I stand up and I intervene. It sounds like, a lot like your premiere, actually. My fault. I apologize. Uh, I've never been to one of the, to, to this thing before. Let me uh, just take my seats. And I and I was looking for the guy and he'd kind of disappeared. The, the, the angry asshole. Because I was going to start something. Because I yeah, hated him good, so good. much. I hated that guy so much. So then my buddy comes back right as like I'm getting out of the seat and little skittish guys coming down. I'm like, dude, the, you just missed a scene. <laughs> that was horrific. How were your seats in comparison with the old shit? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> no, they were fine. There was it was like five rows, like eight, ten rows up, and like in the middle, and we were on an aisle. I liked them a little bit more because I like to be in the middle for things. Yeah, but uh, all right. So Tyler, maybe you have an answer. Maybe a listener has an answer. You're supposed to be in the middle for things, by the way, because for sure, it's stereo for sure. Five sound out of theaters, ten. and you're not going to put your headphones on, you know, the left one on 10 and the right one Which on it's 6. It's for viewing purposes, too, especially yeah. if it's a screen. Like, yeah. hey, there's nothing worse than being askew. I hate being askew. Yeah. Well, uh, there's something worse, but... So during the, uh, the, the rap party upstairs yeah. after the premiere... Bad seats and you have cancer. The mom... The mom and the wife wanted to uh, go home, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah it was yeah. time to get home to Atticus. Yeah, and yeah. I, they could see that I was starting to... Uh, my problem is with things like this. Is like I don't eat for a day or two, and then I have two or three drinks, and yeah. I'm fucking hammered, oh, I was, which was occurring. I was blasted. And start, were you really? Oh, we were we were blasting the weed vape and oh, I, and we were mixing wine, beer, and champagne. Yeah. And he just threw a bottle of champagne at Scott. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you're in charge yeah. of this. Yeah, yeah. It's a good time. So I take mom and... and wife down to the front of Chinese theater which is a dicey part yeah, of Hollywood sure is. especially so, after so 10 o'clock cool. yep. it's just gross there, after people. 10 o'clock a.m. or go p.m. there so it's a cool f- facade and you see a lot of memorabilia and stuff and the, the handprints and whatnot no just but, drive by so I'm trying to get an uber or a lift and the lifts are like 10 minutes away 15 minutes away ubers are three minutes away long story short the Uber comes, like, it takes way too long. Like, does that thing where it's like, be there in three minutes. Yeah. Be there in seven minutes. And it's yeah. like, fucks. And then I'm getting a call from Uber, and he's like, I'm here. I'm like, no, you're not. We're standing right here. You're nowhere. And, and he's like, yeah, I'm right in front of this so-and-so store. So I'm like, and I'm, I'm panicking because I want to get back in for the rap party. I'm of never going to have that course. rap party again, right? And yeah. I'm out. It's going on 15 minutes now that I've just, I'm trying to get my mom and my, and my wife safely. And he just, he, he leaves. They charged me $5 for right. my credit card, and he just leaves. So I'm like, fuck you, and I'm I'm a little drunk, and I give him a one star rating, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm coming back, motherfucker. And then it occurs uh, to me later boy. that night, oh no, that was the nice guy that that drove me from my house. Oh no, to the theater. That was very very nice, and I gave I gave him one star, and I spent at least an hour, maybe an hour and a half, the following day trying to figure out how to undo that, and there's no way to do it. I think you could just email. There's no email. Oh. No. I got. I, I made phone calls. I can't get a hold of this guy. I no, gave him a fifty percent tip. So I I'm hoping this. that lets him know. Go I to, hate you this. You go to just. Eat, there's like eat help at uber.com. Uh, yeah, and I've been on there. And you know what it says? I, it took me a long time to find it. But once uh, you made your your rating, it, it cannot be undone. How the fuck is that? Is that because they're afraid of Uber drivers threatening you? I don't know. I don't know, but uh, maybe they took the, took their cue from AT and T. The guy's. He was really nice. He was quiet. Yeah. 
He has Carl uh, like all. He's an sold, older guy. He sold me right there. He his 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 uh, rearview mirror was a, a fucking uh, TV like where it had the camera for the back, so it was mm-hmm. like super like high def and sweet looking. You know what? I'm sorry for that guy's. I feel really lacking bad for Uber credit. But one star is no good. Might have been his no. last straw too. What, you, what if you were his third strike? Because if you go like below four, they 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 ex they they, they cancel you, excommunicate you from the church. No, no longer no longer allowed. Didn't realize you had that much power when you're in, in an Uber. Uh-huh. But they also rate you. Ew, I don't like That's that. the worst part. Is he, he probably gave you like a five. He's like he's nice. I, he was he was really nice too. I'm like you can just drop us off right here, man. Thank you very much. And he's like, let me get this so you don't have to be in traffic. And he like took over. What a nice guy. Yeah, I'll say. And I gave him one star. And I feel bad about that, too. It killed me. Yeah. Continues to kill me. I mean, I'm sitting here talking what about What if it. you spend the rest of your life trying to get that guy a better job? What if I just keep getting an Uber around the same time of the week, same time of day, same area, one hoping star? that I get him? He probably lives in, like, Upland. He just happened to be out yeah, there. I, I would do that. I know. I would just keep calling till I got him. How shitty is that? There's no way to, like, email, get a, get a hold of him. The only thing that I could do was give him a 50% tip to let him know... Yeah. I think that he probably figured it out, hopefully. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if you figured it out, the company. Or maybe he thinks you're such an asshole that you're like, one star, and look how rich I am. I can tip you 50%. <laughs> That's a long way to go. I'm the boat shoes man. <laughs> one star, here's a $20 bill, friendo. <laughs> uh, how, so much w- how much was that Uber from your house to the theater? Uh, 48 Okay. I gave him a $24 tip. When does the director's cut of Gerber's come out? There is no director's cut. That is the director's cut. When is the, I am the director and I am the, the director. producer. And so director. when do you start to become like, uh, who's the guy that's famous? Is it really Scott who's constantly fiddling with his uh, his films once they've already He does. Well, I mean, there, there's the whole back and forth with uh, Blade, Blade Runner, Runner, which is probably what you're talking about yeah. because there was a little big fight with the studio. Usually that's, that's what happens. The auteur had a lot of power back in the 60s and 70s tie-ties. Right, it was the, right, right. the golden era of right. cinema until right. uh, a man named Michael Chimino came and fucked it all up with the... Uh, Heaven's Gate, and that's when it all ended. Mm, I didn't know that. They took autonomy away from the director. He, he's dead, right? Yeah. The, I'm the, actually the Heaven's Gate cult guy. No, it's a it's a film. It's a guy that did uh, Deer Hunter, and then his next oh. film, Warren Beatty. But was uh, in Heaven's Gate. What? The, there's no the the the, 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 the I just got to start uh, getting into festivals now and hope to get yeah. into a festival or two and uh, talk to distributors. How do you how do you know like? I guess like I would just never be able to stop like tweaking. Like I just don't know how you decide. What no, you you get come that. up with a deadline, which was Chinese yeah. Theater June second. Yeah. However, there were some issues that I had with the with the credits, and I spent three hours on them just today fixing the credits for my final. Oh. I do have to tweak a couple more pictures. Like what I show in San Diego is going to be slightly different. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got, oh, I, what can you tell more about losing it? How you lost the film? Oh, I didn't lose it. Yeah, I don't. It's it's kind of boring and technical, but the the last thing, the very last thing that I did, that you do as a filmmaker, if you're going to be actually presenting your your film theatrically, is that it needs to have this thing called the DCP, which stands for Digital Cinema Package, and it's a racket, and it's uh, they used to have telecine back in the day where you take your film to like Photocam is a big one out mm-hmm. here in Burbank, and they do the bath with your film, and then you sit down and you transfer it to like video for editing purposes. This is when I was going to film school, and you were still shooting on film, but then you would edit digitally, which was kind of new at the time. Um, but now that it, they don't have to do the, the bath with the and, and color time, the, the 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 film stock, there's there's this new thing called DCP, which is digital cinema package. Which does is everyone racket. have to do that? 
pretty much every theater, it's the only recognizable format. There's, a, from what I understand, there's a tons of different things. Do you know how formats. big that file was? Two hundred and two gigs, which isn't that much. Right? Yeah, that's, that's a much. lot. That's not that much for four K. DVD is hour? four point seven. Mm, yeah, but like it depends on what's shot in. Like a full episode of the Late Show is only an hour, and, and those are sixty-eight gigs. Wow. Yeah. Holy moly, Jesus! But so the last thing to do is to give them the sound separately, and then you give them the picture separately because they're coming from different places, and it's like a lab, and they digitally put it all together. It takes five business days for whatever reason. I think it's a racket. <clears throat> they charge you a fucking fortune. And they put it together in this digital cinema package that they could shoot to any like proper theater in at least the United States. I'm not sure about outside the United States. And Wait, real quick. They can take that DCP and they can ingest it into their system and play it. I am fed up a with that. A lot of the time it's encrypted so that they can't steal it. Yeah, which I, I am fed up with that business day bullshit for digital transfer because PayPal does the same thing. should be in your account in two to three business days. And you're like, why not in one second? Because they're making millions on all of the transactions where they get to keep it for yeah. a couple more days yeah. on the interest. and. But I mean, it's one second. Yeah, it should be because they don't trust you. Like I've been at I've been at my bank for thirty years now because I was with them when they're before they were Chase when they were Washington Mutual before mm-hmm. that they were they're they're Great Western and and still I'll put like a, you know a thousand dollar check into the account or something mm-hmm. it'll be like this will be ready for you in three days it's like yeah just, yeah I, it was when I was working at, at Loveline it was the same check every two weeks I would put yeah. in the exact same amount and oh no we, we got to make sure it clears it's gonna clear it always has. Stop yeah, treating but, me but like I'm still, some but guy making, off the street. Making sure it clears in 2018 takes one second. Does it really? Yeah, it's all, I guess it it's does. Yeah, all, it's all digital. So the last thing you do is you give it all to them, and then they say five days, and I say, that's great, Mr. DCP company, because I have exactly five days before this thing <laughs> shows. We did not have one day to spare, right? Chinese theaters sending me emails saying, hey, uh, we're going to get this DCP on Thursday. I'm like, nope, we're going to get it on Friday. And then DCP company says, oh, no, it looks like we might have it done Thursday afternoon. I said, that's great. Thanks, DCP company. Uh, D- uh, Thursday comes and goes. I don't think much of it. And I get a little bit worried. And then Friday morning comes and I email them and I say, hey, DCP, do, do you have it? Is it done? Oh, yeah, we were going to do it. Uh, have it done last, uh, but we ran into something. We'll have it done early this afternoon. I said, thanks. Shoot me an email when it's done because uh, Chinese theater needs it. In fact, I'll come pick it up. They say, oh, no, you're not allowed to. You're on our lease program, and you can't actually touch the uh, the drive that it's on. I'm like, it's my movie. They say, that's the deal that we have for you, sir. We have to have a courier uh, take it over to the Chinese he theater. Said, can I speak to your supervisor? And you have to pay for that courier. <laughs> and, and they I say, that me. They paid me. They, so I, One star. They wouldn't even let, because uh, you know how I want to do everything? <laughs> I want to do everything? I wanted to go pick up yeah. the drive yeah. from Culver City, drive it to Hollywood. I, I would 100% done that. get that. With yeah. Atticus in the back. I get that too. I, that, Crying the whole way probably. I, By the way, I love the stories from the 70s. Like uh, Jeff Beck's got a great story. What if he just stopped right there? From the 70s? By the way, I love the stories from the 70s. <laughs> but, well, Jeff Beck's got a great story and he said the way his record deal was, and I think it was the same for most of those bands. He goes, I would fly out from England with the record on the seat next to me, <laughs> like on the master tapes. He goes, I'd meet them, the record company executives at the Rainbow Room. They'd buy me lunch and drinks and hand me a check, and they'd take the record. That's great. I wish it was still yeah, analog. That's crazy. Like that. So uh, they sent me an email saying it's it's on its way. The courier just went out the door with it at 1 o'clock, and I'm like, great. Chinese leaders like, we got to get it because it takes Wallow and Jazz. We got to be able to test it. And uh, then it's four o'clock, and Chinese theater says still not here. Just to let you know, and it's six o'clock, still not here. I'm I'm saying, Mr. DCP, what's going on? I like, the, like vo- I don't know. I like the voice that you're telling the story mm-hmm. with. By the way, well, like you know, it left at one. 
It's seven o'clock. I'm on the phone now. Uh, and thank God, Friday, seven o'clock. Somebody actually answers over at Mr. DCP house, and uh, very nice guy. And he seems to be distressed, and uh, he's like, "We've never had this problem ever, Anderson. Uh, my apologies that it's happening with you, but uh, we've used this company. We've sent out literally thousands of movies, and never have." Uh, I, I just lost touch with our courier. In fact, he's sending me texts back just to let you know, but his texts are saying, can't talk now. <laughs> and he uh-huh. said, it left here seven hours ago now. He said, I'm doing a backup what for the, you, which I will happened? drive over personally, uh, but I have no idea what's going on. And I don't know how it ended up getting there or who brought it, but at, by nine o'clock, I finally got an email. But Chinese Theater, God bless him, uh, my contact over there, Matt, was sending me pictures of random DCPs in the... Uh, in the projection booth saying, is this it? And it's like a movie I never heard of. And I'm like, no, not it. <laughs> Let's not play what that if, one. Uh, what if the courier was a, a listener and they went, I'm going to take this home and see if I can watch it first. It's encrypted. What okay. what, what would happen where the guy would say, can't talk now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. what I don't, I'm thinking if you're exactly. a courier. Yeah. Unless he's getting held up. It's like payback for my short movie that I made about the courier that I'm fucked up with the dog. He must have been, he must have been fucking, right? Okay, so he might have got a DUI. Or like a I was under the something. impression that they had to upload it and DUI, download it. Or they, from from a drive. There's like a sled. They call it a CPU yeah, sled. But I mean, I, I thought they had to upload it. I'm like, that's going to take 10 hours. Yeah. You know what? I, I learned from talking to DCP. I, I got to see a little bit behind the curtain, which I don't think they want you to know. Mm-mm. And I said, tell me this. That's why they have extra thick guy curtains. Who's kind of on the uh, on the ropes right now because your company is fucking me hard and like making me sweat bullets. Like, how long will it take for the Chinese to actually ingest this? Whoa, 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 whoa. The Chinese leader. Whoa. The Chinese persons. <laughs> uh, and he says, us. Do the math. He's like seven minutes. I'm like, oh, okay, makes me feel a whole lot better. Seven minutes, but the Chinese was still concerned. Chinese were yeah. concerned. I wonder how concerned they are with their equipment failures that might happen sometime in the future. Because, I mean, for, for the most part, like it's fine. It's not like a one shot deal. Like mine was a little bit different because it was like I'm showing it there one fucking time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if Solo, there's a problem with it. Like at two after two in the afternoon on a Tuesday, like you know, you give like the ten people their money back and. Yeah. Call it a day. You give them a, an admit. I love that you Re-ad. just compare the importance of your movie over Solo. No, I'm just saying that my Solo, you just get the money back. Like I'm my saying movie, mine was a one-time thing where people were flying yeah. in and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was a one-time yeah. thing. Here's your ten bucks back, everybody. I paid forty. But uh, I feel like I feel like uh, it's, we, we, so. What you guys? What you guys think of it, Mike? You kind of already saw it, and I wish that I hadn't shown it to you already. But uh, what I saw, I like in if the we don't theater, talk about what I saw in the theater, was very better. Very better. No, it's it, great. You saw like a great. very very rough version. Yeah. The sound wasn't done. The music wasn't done. The edit wasn't even yeah. done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was great. There uh, was. A, I actually got lost in the movie because there was a point where I went to Mickey. I went. I have to pee really bad. Um. <laughs> it, can I go right now? And I go, or is it going to end? And he goes, you got plenty of time. And I was like, you sure? I let I let people know like where we are in the story, with like you know the middle slice, and final mm-hmm. slice. So you have an yeah, idea. Yeah. It's a pizza. Yeah, slice of life. So I I had only read the original like probably like your treatment. Like I don't I don't know. There I was could, it was a forty five page version. Yeah, at one point. I, I feel like there. When without this doesn't give me anything away. When Taki shows up, I uh, it all became new to you. I then? was like, okay, buckle in because I don't know what the fuck is happening next. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um, I mean, because the the one that I read, they were in a shed. They weren't even in the pool. So yeah, like, that was when I was gonna shoot at a camp. And Tyler I, I just made kept it like yelling a, out more dicks. A cabin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, big. Yeah, kind of a letdown. Uh, you know what was was 
perfect was the reveal of the trap. Yeah. Yeah. It was perfect. Oh, good, good. Yeah, because that took a lot. Who made that? <laughs> Sage. Oh, she did a good job <laughs> she on that. She did. Sage did a really good job with a lot of things. Um, no, but I... I not I, not, not with Michael's feelings. Sincerely, I liked it very much. I, I, I Knowing had, you, Mike, and knowing her, I, she might have been fucking with you. And you might have taken it the wrong way. I took it exactly as it came at me. Yeah? Mm. Yeah, if you're fucking with someone, you don't just... She wasn't. Right. She was being very, very blunt. Wow. Hmm. No, but sincerely, I enjoyed it very much. So did Lauren, and I, I, I did. I was doing that thing before. Uh, I should have followed her sh- back to where she was sitting and said, "Was that your way of flirting with me?" <laughs> <laughs> you should have. When when I was getting ready to to leave, we we're getting dressed. I was like, "All right, so what if it's terrible? if it's not good? All right, like, are you going to do like constructive criticism? Are you going to just be like, yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> like, I liked it a lot. Like, you know, I was like, all right, just I was just, I was like running through like all the possible scenarios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. I had kind of settled on like, you know, you'd be, it's the premiere. You'd be nice. And then if I have like valid, like complaints or like concerns or whatever, you'd be honest with them at a later date. Right. Um, and then when the movie ended, I was like, oh, thank God. I don't have to like lie about anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing with certain movies too. Like you're like, you're waiting for it to end. Cause sometimes I, I, I like a movie and I want it to end because a lot of time I'll be watching a movie. Like I really like this movie. And then the longer it goes yeah, on, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah, like yeah. it. You're like, stop there. No, stop yeah. there. You're like, ah, ah. it's like when your Uber guy keeps going, you're like, Hey, you could have dropped me up back there. But yeah, I wasn't sure if I made a total uh, embarrassment. Uh, and it's just, nope. it's nice it to know great. that, uh, too bad. Tyler, all the feedback, one star, all the feedback, <laughs> accident. even, even from people who I don't think love the movie. They, they said, you know, it, they're, they're, it's not an embarrassing movie. It's a real movie and it didn't feel amateurish. I'm, I think it's a decent first movie. Do you know what sure. what struck me after the movie that did not occur to me during the movie at all? Uh. Is it's very much got a message. Oh, yeah, it's a big message. Yeah, I just thought it was a, a movie. It's not a preachy message, though. No, it's not, but it's very... It's kind of, it's like a, you like turn your head like cockeyed, like, a little like, like oh, yeah, like kind of like look at that, like through like a little different lens. Like a little, a little different lens, yeah. 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 It's a little sardonic. Well, it, it reminded me of a joke this comic had, and it was, uh, he asked some guy in the office, for real, he went, do you, do you think, uh, some, the guy booed or said something about a joke, and he goes, do you think homosexuality is a choice? And the guy goes, yeah. And he goes, you really do? And the guy goes, yeah. And he goes, well, how much would it take for you to have sex with your friend right there? And he goes, I'd never do it. And he goes, it's not a choice then. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that was it. All it, it kind of stemmed for obviously from what you and I talked about and mm-hmm. Tyler on the show way back when, when that ridiculous, absurd construct came up on this show, and also in talking to a particular security guard at Loveline and uh, him <laughs> talking about how it was a choice. And I love that security guard, but he was like, "Going, I don't know why they choose." To, I'm like, "They don't choose. Yeah. It's not a yeah. choice." Okay, first of all, it's not a choice and it's not a bad thing. So why yeah. are you? Why are you? And he goes, about just, it? "He's like in my country, they get stoned." They get stoned to death. Yeah. Well, like, well there's a good reason why you're not in your country yeah, anymore. Exactly, your country is a piece of shit. And if it's if, if it's a choice, do you want to like maybe hook up? Right stars now? is a good piece of shit. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Stonings <laughs> are definitely lower. I thought I, I thought we were. Uh, somebody made a comment about Reggie in regards to. Uh, God damn it! I can't. I think I posted the picture of Gary Shanley that Shanley left in my office like twenty something years ago. Mm-hmm. And somebody went, uh, like, Reggie owes him 35 bucks or something like that. 42, was wasn't like, it 42 dollars for it was. I forgot all about that Reggie Gary <laughs> Shandling story. I've already ruined my little black head. Uh-oh. Yeah. All right, I got to roll. You got a movie to make? 
I got. I, I still got to go do a bunch of physical labor and pick up all this stuff from the fucking premiere and load it in the wife's car and then unload it. Yeah. That, the, the rest of the screenings aren't going to take near. Oh, I have to fly out and you know stay yeah. in hotels and whatnot. But there's, mm-hmm. it's not going to be the, the. How are you getting the copy there? Uh, DCP, they take care of. Even if it's going to a bar, <laughs> uh, that I'm going to take on my own drives and whatnot. That's You're why I'm tweaking to. with. But how'd you get a copy? I don't. I, I'm still building the final copy. Okay, I got to rebuild it and recreate it myself. I, I, I have DCP copies. Like you know, I just I can call my DCP company. It's great and be like, hey. This is the theater in Chicago. Have it there. How Chicago they, sold how much out. They by charge the way. for that kind of stuff. Chicago sold out. Yeah, I, I'm on great. a lease program. I'm on a lease program. Okay. So, but what format are you bringing it with you? Like to San depends, Diego? Depends because I think seven of the places I'm showing in actual theaters, and like San Diego is going to be a bar with with a big projector. It's going to be it's going to be a lot like Cold Cock Online. It's going to look good. It's going to mm-hmm. be dark. Uh, it's just going to be more lax. We're going to have like no drinks and uh, and food, and it's going to be enjoyable, and it's going to be smaller and intimate. So that one's going to be fun. Uh, but the rest of them, most of them are theaters like traditional theaters mm-hmm. the draft house alamo draft house in denver like i hear that a, place is amazing a like real cool. fucking theater yeah it's a it's a big real theater and i'm showing it there on a sunday night i think uh lawn cheney theater in colorado springs which my buddy eric holmes how far is that into. it's like 45 minutes to an hour portland and seattle Wait, what i'm showing both 45 minutes to an hour from denver oh i was gonna say Portland and Seattle, both something theaters, that's like theaters. A, less than a six or seven hour drive. I'll go to it. Oh no, that's like sixteen hours, seventeen hours. Okay, I'll do it. Still, don't don't drive out there. Don't do that. Why don't you fly? If fly. I could find like a really really cheap discount kind of flight, I would def- I'd like to go to Chicago. I'm using all my miles. Sold out. Chicago mm. sold out. Sorry. Shit. <laughs> what if I'm there and I can't get in? Chicago would be sweet. I would love you. Dude, who did your music? The music was really good. Rick Urban. Yeah. Yeah, Rick Rubin. Rick Urban. Oh. Yeah, the music was. You know, I I learned so much on this one, guys, and I learned a lot doing the shorts, obviously. But I learned so much. Doing... Remember when you said Rick Urban come up here and he didn't? Yeah. Well, I realized that the Q and A wasn't quite as uh, glitch free as I was hoping for, but it was good to have everybody up there. And I, I really wanted everyone to see the actors. You know, like yeah, those are the people that were just on the screen. I wanted the actors to be seen. And do you want well, me to uh, admit something right now? Mm. I didn't talk to some of the actors because I couldn't remember their names. Mm-hmm. Credits were right in front of you. Could have asked me. There's a lot of actors. It's an ensemble cast. I got eight leads. Really? I, I call it eight leads. And when I was cast, and I, I look for leads because I know that that would make people like only the serious people really go after leads. I know? thought everyone was really good. I was really lucky to have the time. They all gave me their time to do a lot of rehearsing and mm-hmm. uh i was very diligent in in my as diligent as i could be in my casting i don't i don't remember i don't remember your lead actress's name but she's very nicole good. meg lauren turned to me like 10 minutes in the movie she's like i really like her she's really good her agent is freaking out about her in this movie and trying to get her in like bigger stuff because of her performance in this oh I thought, you were, I thought you were saying like you d- yeah me too you're like, in a movie with yeah, dicks yeah, yeah, touching yeah, yeah, yeah. No. no no i got it from a lot of my actors like it's it's uh, Oren's dad sent me an email saying, "This is I, I've been seeing Oren. I'm, I'm Jesse's his name, yeah. but Oren is in the movie. I've been watching him perform since he was six years old, and this is the best performance anyone's ever gotten out of him. That's great. Yeah, wow. It's because I was fucking obsessed, guys. That's what that's what happens with the movies. You get obsessed, yeah. and you just do do the best you can possibly fucking do. And I, I that think was that the I most embarrassing thing of the night for me." Is when I saw Jesse, and I went, "Where's your hot mom?" And he goes, "Right there." And I was so embarrassed, I literally. 
just had you already met her yeah i walked ran away I and i ran into tyler about. and lauren at the bar and i'm like i just ran away <laughs> like i didn't even like pretend like joking you just like, <laughs> i was like just get away from this get away from this situation <laughs> oh that's so funny so funny what, what's fool? smart about it though is honestly is like it almost plays like a bit like you yeah ask where of. your hot mom is uh-huh. and he's like, mike's such right a character here. like oh that wacky guy because like who would ask where your hot mom is when she's standing right there you know i'd have to drive to the ghetto, yeah. ghetto. to the ghetto um all right san diego if you're listening to this come on down let's have a good time come let's have a good time on when is it? i'm on the hook for 2400 dollars of food and booze if what's the, the date if it doesn't happen what's i gotta uh, i gotta pay for it out of pocket it's saturday night saturday night june 23rd and okay. it's a lamp light district at jolton joe's gas, gas lamp district. gas lamp district and yeah. uh it's i purposely picked it on a night to where the padres are out of town and i guess but still that's when it goes crazy you from experience there's still parking issues down there so yeah, get yeah, there you, a little early get there a little early or take uh uber which because uh, it is going to be a party night. One star, don't forget. <laughs> one star, and try and give what? them five stars. Yeah, give them one star, and in the comments, leave. Go see Groupers the movie. That's going to bug me forever. Giving that poor guy one star, mm-hmm. who was very nice. I, I used I used his phone charger. He gave me his pen. Oh my god, I remember and all sorts of things that happened. Wow. This, that's gonna be Jillian like, wow. even said, like, "You're quite needy." I'm like, "Thank you very much, sir, for uh, hooking me up with uh, these things." He was reaching for his pen, almost crashing, trying to give me the pen. That sounds yeah, great. worth it. Worth it. Maybe yeah. that's why I gave him one he star. He thinks that. Yeah, that's, that's why. It's going to be the last thing you see flash before your eyes when you die. Is your thumb, your big dumb drunk thumb tapping one? It wasn't that big. It was kind of drunk. <laughs> With and then your your and then the, then we'll we'll pull down your eyes like they do in movies mm-hmm. and we'll put that bandana across your face. <laughs> <laughs> we'll lower you down. I wish a He's picture of my face. Lucky bandana. What? I wish, Ooh, I just had a good idea. I wish the camera on my phone was always running at times like that because I would love to see my face yeah, when yeah, I yeah. realized that I gave the wrong yeah. guy one star. Well, yeah. You could call the FBI. They're watching all of our cameras at all times. You know what I don't like that, that makes me uncomfortable even though I can't afford it and I probably won't. <laughs> I can't say I'll never I'll never do it. But uh, Anderson was slamming his phone camera against his dick right now. The new uh, <laughs> There's a new feature in the high-end BMWs right now and it's a camera in the dashboard facing the driver and it detects when you're not looking at the road after a certain amount of time and it gives you a little warning and if you don't respond to the warning it pulls the car over and it's that not awful yeah that yeah. runs that's like taking the, uh, the, the side of the road the the, the beeping the, the incessant beeping for your your seatbelt to yeah. a whole new level yeah and it and it probably will take and out and that's why i'll never drive a bmw exactly. it'll probably take uh, out like a jogger or a cyclist or something and because whenever they're trying to do too good yeah bad shit happens it's gonna kill someone pulling over. Hey, what? Speaking if, of which, okay, what? Gotta watch Upgrade. It's a movie made for Ty Ty. Okay. You will love Upgrade. Okay. See Upgrade before it's out of theaters. It's bombing. I'm just acknowledging. It's good. See it before it's in. Oh, it's before it's out of uh, theaters. Yeah, I've never even heard of it. Yeah, you, you should. Okay. You sh- fucking should. Okay. It's essentially the Six Million Dollar Man, but like a, a newer version uh. that never talks about the Six Million Dollar Man. But it's okay. the same kind of ro- RoboCop without the cop. So just it's robo? fucking fun. It's it's one Pure of the funner movies I've seen all year. All right. All right. Upgrade. Upgrade. Like I, I thought of you numerous times while I'm watching. I'm going, this is a tie tie movie. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I guess I'm touched by that. You should you should watch Upgrade. Okay. You should go see it. I'll probably wait till it's streaming. That's fucking dumb. This is like a movie you watch in theaters. How? Going to a theater, purchasing a ticket, and then sitting down and watching it. Hmm. That's yeah. how I do it. That's how most people do, do, do it. Do they have it in London? <laughs> I'm going to London. When are you Why going, are you going to back to London? Why? For shows, late, late show. Uh, so we got to do the show. If you want me on it, we got to do it before uh, Wednesday next week. I stopped listening as soon as you gave the criteria. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> so we can do it Thursday? You can. I before just Wednesday, eh? Yeah. Before. Right. And how, how long are you going to be gone for? 
off-air discussion. Oh, we. I'll be back that next. All right, so let's Saturday. do it next Tuesday. See you guys next Tuesday, and let's do a Patreon fucking thing real soon. Now that I'm, I'm, I'm the movie is finished pretty much. Then, uh, it the will next be. Patreon thing will just be us trying the penis trap for reals. Nick, uh, okay. talk soon. You didn't try it at the party. Good night, everybody. Well, I did a little bit.